You're listening to the Farming Yard Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Farmyard and Farmyard's Mighty Network. Episode 64. And in this episode, I am speaking with a young woman who is an author of children's books that are focused on the element of compassion. Very interesting bringing this element into our school systems. So let's dig right in. Well, hello everyone. Linda Borgie here from Farmyard. And you, my friends, are just one seed away. Well, you know me, I'm on the go, baby doll. I am back in the eye of the storm. I am back eight miles from the White House, Yepperuni, here at my friend Janet Johnson's in Silver Spring, Maryland. Some of you that have been following me know that I farmed the 450 square foot meridian out in front of the house with tomatoes and basil because anyone can farm a plot, even if it's just three feet by three feet, right? But even though I'm in the eye of the storm, I'm sitting here with beautiful branches from the burning bush tree out back, and I get to uh, talk to all of you. So today, I have a guest on the line, and the way I met her, you know, you gotta love it because you can't make this stuff up. Really, you really can't. So I was up in Verona, and I'm gonna plant myself there, blah, 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 blah. So I finally got a chance to go to a meetup. And this meetup was at a bar. And for me, that's like, whoa, a foreign language. Plot me somewhere I'm not familiar. It's a bar. So it was at a bar and it was to talk to the Bergen County's, New Jersey's newspaper reporters. So you know me, I wanted to go and see if they're farming their yards or not. So I go. Well, first of all, I'm in a bar. So I'm feeling like, oh my God, I'm in a foreign country. And I'm walking and wandering and wandering, looking for a tribe member. And there she was. And her name is Eleni Theodoru. And she was my guardian angel that night because I mean her spirit. And we sat down and we talked. And whoa, baby. Whoa, baby, she, um, let me read you her bio first, because I have her on the line. Let me read you her bio. Eleni Theodoru is an anti-bullying educator and children's author. She holds a bachelor's and honors degree in psychology from the University of Pretoria in South Africa and a master's degree in sports psychology from Capella University in the United States. Born and raised in South Africa, she currently lives in the United States, where she teaches children the art of compassion through her tales and her accompanying multi-sensory anti-bullying program called NOCO's Culture of Compassion Campaign. Her program is in the process of being integrated into the school curriculum by various boards of education in the U.S. with exciting and lasting results. 
She also is a dedicated volunteer to special needs children, senior citizens, and is an active supporter of nonprofit organizations dedicating to preventing cruelty to animals. Eleni welcomes and is involved in various community-focused endeavors. Do you see why I found her? Do you see why we're connected like a magnet? Well, without further ado, let me bring on my new BFF forever, Eleni. How are you, honey? Hello. I'm delighted to be part of your show. Thank you for having me. Hi, everybody. Oh, you are so much welcome. I mean, this is a new friendship, and I know this is going to be very longstanding because, you know, the, the, the mission of Farmyard is to grow healthy people. And you are so knowledgeable in the area of growing healthy children. And look, if we don't grow healthy children, what does the future of the planet look like? Right, right. Absolutely. And it truly is a privilege for me to be serving the children of our community, um, teaching them about how our behavior impacts those around us, how what we eat impacts our behavior. So um, I feel very fortunate and very blessed to be able to do what I do and to use my creative work, uh, my series, Noko the Night, in order to do so. It also allows the children to project what they're feeling onto my my characters in the tales, um, making it less threatening for them them to feel what they're feeling and to express it. So I feel truly privileged in be, being able to use my cre- creative work to help our children. You know, Eleni, I have seen so much in the past 30 years, being a mother of two, right? And what I see now in the level of, you know, meanness bullying, meanness, just being flat out mean has been such an explosion. And as a farmer, right, I look, I look to the food. But if I'm looking to the food, really, what are we talking about? If we're talking about the food, if we are consuming nutrient dense food, right, and it's not being absorbed in our gut, because we have a weed killer by the name of Roundup in that gut. How does that affect the level? Do you believe that affects the level of meanness in people, in children? I do believe what we eat influences our our gut, our bowels, as well as the hormones that are produced um, within. So um, 80% of our serotonin levels are is produced in our gut. Um, we we would naturally think that it would be in the brain, but no, it's in the gut. So if that's being influenced, you can imagine how it would be difficult for a child to regulate their own emotions, especially if they're used to a diet from a young age of um, you know sugary foods, um, high glycemic foods, foods that are laced with pesticides and toxins, colorants, preservatives. So it is part of, well, I have a part of my program teaching children the importance of making smart choices, not only in terms of our behavior, but also what we choose to consume, what we choose to put in our mouth. So I teach them, I ask them, 
you know, do the animals in the bush felt or the countryside, do, do they have like a drive through that they can go through to go pick up their lunches? And the kids are like, no. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm like, are the rivers made out of soda? No. So what do the animals have to eat in order to be fit, fast, and smart? And they're thinking and they're thinking. I'm like, and they put their hands up and they go, oh. Some of them eat grass, some of them eat fruit, some of them eat nuts, some of them eat meat. So I'm like, you know what I like to call that healthy, wholesome food that's freshly grown in the forest naturally? I call it fresh forest food. So what do our animals need to eat in order to be fit, fast and smart? Fresh forest food. And they chant that over and over again. And I explain to them that what we eat influences our brain. And I show them images of a neuron and how two neurons in the brain need to communicate. If we eat sugary foods, if we don't exercise enough, if we drink sodas, eat foods that are, um, you know, colored with um, chemicals and toxins, the myelin sheath of the brain cell gets eroded almost as if a mouse eats away at a cable and then you the cables and exposed in short circuits. And that's kind of what happens in the brain. And that's why we sometimes cannot focus in the classroom. We struggle to sit still and pay attention. So I show them from a neurological perspective what happens when we choose not to eat our fresh forest food, when we choose to not exercise, when we choose not to drink water. The rivers are made, you know, flowing with water, not soda. And then also I, I stress the importance of sleeping at least eight hours a night, going to bed early, waking up refreshed. So when the new day comes, we can learn what our teachers are trying to teach us and do well and get good grades. It's so important. You know, I've used an analogy when it comes to uh, attention deficit disorder. If I bought a Cadillac, right, and they told me that I had to put high test in it, and I said, okay, but I didn't. I put regular gas in it. The engine's going to run. Now, focus is a high-level brain function. So if you're not feeding the organ, it can't perform those high-level brain functions. Not at all. And you struggle with self-regulation. If you look at a kiddie's party, for example, and they're all loaded up on sugar and preservatives and all the good stuff, <laughs> you see you'll have one kid in the corner crying, another kid that's running around and, you know, bouncing off the walls. And you might have another child that's that's just, he can't contain himself and he's, you know, frustrating another child. So it is so important, even as, especially as adults, what we put in our mouths we model to our children what they should be putting in their mouths as well. We model to them how much exercise we need to do, how much TV time and screen time we have. So I want to dive deeper into that particular area. If you could do so uh, for us now. Thank you, honey. Sure. So um, I, I do feel that, you know, our children are watching us far more closely than what we realize. <laughs> so when we show them that, you know, we're making healthy choices, we do grocery shopping together, we stay on the outer aisles where we, you know, we get to the fruits and vegetables, we, you know, teach our children about the value of each of the fruits and vegetables that we put into our cart and we offer a rainbow of these fruits and vegetables for children to try and we try them at home. We cook them in healthy ways. I come from a Greek South African background so we were raised on a Mediterranean diet. My mom bought these big gallon drums of, of uh, olive oil. Uh -huh. 
right, right, right. So only olive oil in our house. And um, we had that. Right. So the olive oil and the feta cheese, which is uh, sheep's made of sheep's milk, not um, cow's milk, um, which it also uh, contains a lot of good probiotics for the digestive system. Um, a lot of vegetables. My mom would boil the vegetables and then add lemon juice, freshly squeezed lemon juice, and then the olive oil. A little bit of just a little bit of salt, bit of garlic. Every night we would have a bowl of uh, salad, which would be filled with different colors, uh, different vegetables. So if we show our children, starting with what we go and purchase, what we choose to spend our money on, um, you know, and what we put in the cart, eventually bring home, teach children how to cook um, the food um, so that they're not overly processed, that it would actually be healthy for us. Um, I'm actually in the process of writing my third book. The manuscript is done, but I'm working with a famous chef in the city, um, Chef Maria Loy, um, on adding healthy recipes to the cook so to the book so it's a holistic cookbook for children that I'm working on as my third project um and where we get to make little videos and show children how we can actually make it fun and cook foods that are good for our brains and our bodies so um again coming back to our point it's how we need to teach our children from beginning to end what it means to lead a healthy lifestyle and that includes um, what we choose to um, focus on in terms of media and um, and also whether or not we pray or meditate. We show children how to practice these helpful, healthy uh, ways of living. That is so true. You know, at this time, I would love for you to dive deeper into your mission, Eleni. My mission is to embed a culture of compassion far and wide. And that goes beyond just, you know, teaching children about their behavior, um, you know, towards one another. Um, teaches children about, as we've mentioned, their choice and how they feed their own bodies and their own minds. Um, it, go, it goes beyond um, into teaching children about how they treat our furry and feathered friends, too. Um, the the Humane Society of America have done studies and have confirmed that there's a direct correlation between pet abuse and domestic violence later in life. So I go in and I teach children about the importance of how we treat all of the creatures that we come across in our life. Right down to the worms, because that's that. Right down, right down to the uh, to the red wigglers. And when you bring them, this has been my experience. When you bring a child into those worlds that are filled with empathy and compassion, then they become all inspired to start to generate that in their own minds. Yes, and you spark a sense of curiosity uh, amongst them to, to un try and understand what makes us different, what, what are our similarities, how can we find a connection and find harmony uh, within our relationships and within the classroom. Well, I tell you, it's just such a fabulous, fabulous mission. I am so glad that I that I put my big girl panties on that night and says, you're going to that bar. You don't know all day, all day. I'm not going to go, you're going to that bar. You're going to go to that bar. 
It was, it was so meant to be. And I am so um, looking forward to our new ventures in the future. Now, I would like you to uh, tell our listeners exactly how they can get in touch with you. And I want everyone to know that Eleni is a speaker. So any, any uh, educators out there that want to connect with her, you could give it to them right now. And what, what I will do, Eleni, is I'll put everything that you want me to put right in the show notes. So they'll have Thank all you. the links, every single link that you want them to have will go in those show notes. Marvelous. I appreciate that. Thank you. So if you are looking to get in touch with me, I have two websites. The first website focuses on my anti-bullying program and what I do in the community. That is nocothenight.com. That's N for Nelly, O-K-O, thenight.com. And then if you want to explore a little more in terms of my creative work, um, I have my personal website, elenitheodoru.com. And there you will see not only my first tale, which ties into my anti-bullying program, but also my second tale that I launched last week at the South African Consulate in New York City called NOCO the Night, What's Your Tribe's Treasure? And in that book, we focus and celebrate, focus on and celebrate cultural diversity and encourage an appreciation thereof. Um, if you would look, like to reach out directly to me, you can reach me at press at nocoandfriends.com. Um, I do travel to wherever I'm welcomed. And um, it, as I said, it is a privilege for me to reach children far and wide um, and just to see them blossom as we teach them about compassion, the importance and value of kindness, forgiveness, and cultural curiosity. Um, speaking about gut health, we also have a snack line, a healthy snack line that we've launched as well with the book. It's called Noco Nibbles. It is a South, it's a South African treat that we eat on a daily basis, uh, produced and manufactured here in South Jersey by a USDA-approved and inspected facility. It is dried, season-dried beef that's made with salt, pepper, vinegar, and coriander. That's it. So it's simple. It's clean, lean protein. Um, it's a powerful uh, packed with uh, powerful proteins for students, helping them keep fuller for longer and focused for longer. And we have schools that are actually bringing it into their lunch menu. So, um, yeah, many exciting adventures coming up. It sure sounds that way. I want to thank you so much for coming on our show and for all the work you're doing, you know, bringing compassion into our school systems. Marvelous. I truly appreciate it. It's been delightful speaking with you. Listeners, I wish you all a beautifully blessed week ahead, and I sincerely look forward to serving your community. Well, thanks everyone for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Farmyard Podcast. If you did, please subscribe download and leave us a comment say hello ask a question on itunes and please come over and visit us in our membership group at seed.farmyard.com and until then grow healthy people